What's the deal? What's the deal, man? Mr. Politic in his back. <laughs> we in studio now, man. We finna get it in, man. New residents, Riverside Studios, man. We ain't chopping out the house no more, man. 2021, we on y'all next, man. Y'all like y'all like my new setup, man. Check it out, check it out. So same old show, man. Same cast. We just in a new location, man. Let's get to it. So the first thing I gotta get to, man. James Harden finally made himself available for trade, man. They got him up out of there, man. Fat James Harden is out of there, man. He's going to Brooklyn. I gotta bring in the homies, man. Ask them how they feel about this. And it's Brooklyn, a short thing now with this big three: Kyrie, Durant, Harden. This is three of the top five scorers in the league on the same team. How you think this is gonna pan out? Let's bring in the homies. Sadil, folks. What up? What up? What up? What's going on, everybody? Chilling, chilling, man. So which one of y'all want to talk about this, man? Man, I'll go first, man. This is crazy. So Harden finally made his way outside of Jersey. I mean, outside of Houston. James, for one, James Harden, he hasn't done anything in six years as a head dude in Houston. He's had Dwight Howard. He's had Chris Paul. He's had Russell Westbrook. He's had several elite players on alongside him. He has no excuse as to why he has not advanced. Houston has provided him plenty of help throughout the years. He just folds in the playoffs. He's a choke. He folds in the playoffs. How is he blaming Houston for that? So I'm glad they got rid of his toxic ass. Now they can finally start doing some things as a team. As far as his new destination, New Jersey, they had to trade the whole team to get him. So they ain't got no venture or no support. So, I mean, it's cool to have three stars, but to have this little time in jail with no bench or support, I don't know. I mean, they obviously have the talent to go to the finals, but um, to beat the team like the Lakers or the Clippers or whoever goes, I don't see it happening right now. Well, you know, I'm next. You know, I'm next. Yeah, I'm sorry because I got to talk about how that's going to compete with my Lakers. Um, oh, well, Houston has always been what? third or second, third or fourth best team in the West. Um, just like Ronnie said, he hasn't really done too much of anything. And actually it's been longer than six years. He's been over here like what, seven, almost eight years now. Like he's been with Houston for a minute. He hasn't really produced. Um, he's run out every second tier, you know, Robin to his Batman player from CP3 to Dwight to Russell Westbrook. Like everybody's gone because he don't want him around. But I think it's going to be really funny once he gets over to New Jersey or not New Jersey to Brooklyn, because I see him and KD doing some great things together. But I really don't see Kyrie coming back no time soon. You know what I'm saying? He's on his own like little personal hiatus. So he's not trying to play no basketball right now. Low key, it could be funny if he just like sit, sits out all the way to like the playoffs if he comes back. But I don't really see anything big coming from them in Brooklyn. I mean, the East is kind of strong again, if you really think about it. And there's not going to be very much consistency throughout, you know, their their roster. They got nine players playing tonight, and they only have James Harden coming in tomorrow, and what one other player. So I mean, that's a that's a weak roster. That's weak. Man, y'all tripping, bro. Y'all tripping. Listen, all right, Ronnie Wright. 
when it comes to they don't got no they don't got nobody on their bitch right now. You can go sign some people. You know what I'm saying? What's his name? Jeremy Lin is playing for the G League right now. So you you go go pick up Jeremy Lin. You can pick up players. You can get little trades. Matter of fact, go for D Rose. I need him to get a title anyway. Um, but uh, I I think they're playing in the East at the end of the day. They ain't playing in the West. Who are they competing against? The Bucks. Giannis don't even got a jump shot. So you know the Bucks ain't going nowhere. Boston, Boston doing their thing. 76ers, Ben Simmons don't got no jump shot. So they ain't going nowhere. They don't got no competition. They're going they're going pretty much coast even if Kyrie Irving comes back in the playoffs. You got a well-rested Kyrie Irving, then you got James Harden and you got uh Kevin Durant. I think James Harden what he really did was what KD did with the Warriors. So he don't need a he don't need to be the superstar. KD's the superstar, even with his Achilles injury. I think it was a good pickup. They can pick up players on the way, some signs, some do some other trades. I don't know. But I think it was a good move. At the end of the day, for your boy, anybody, I'm going on record. I don't care who it is. Long as the Lakers don't win the championship. I'm happy sports. <laughs> Long as the Lakers don't any, they can bring bring everybody together. I don't care. Go get go get go get Giannis for all I care. Get everybody on the team. Long as purple and gold don't win a championship, your boy is a happy man. So please, Brooklyn, please, Brooklyn, take him out. Now for me, now for me, I, I think that. It's a win for the Nets because they was gonna give us Spencer Dinwiddie to get him too, and the fact that Spencer Dinwiddie got injured and they retained him, even if it's not this year, they're gonna get two, three championships out of this team. And even if they don't get a bench, look at the, the big three in Miami. They didn't have a bench the first year and they lost, but then they came back the next two years and won once they got them a team. So. This year, they might not win it all. They're going to win the East, but they might not win it all with this, this trade right now. But they're definitely the best in the East. They were the best in the East before this trade. So th this really solidifies them right now. But uh, one thing you guys completely forgetting about Boston. Boston was number one. I got a Boston. Fact, I don't think I don't, well, Boston may not even know who's their number one they is. They be number one. Who is the Tatum or is it Brown? Who is the other one? You see how Gordon Hayward looking over there, man, and Charlotte. Gordon, Gordon Hayward, but Gordon Hayward couldn't play in Brad Stevenson's system. It was a bad look for him. He came in with Kyrie. Kyrie's toxic. He, it wasn't a good job. Nah, it, it, it wasn't that Kyrie was toxic. It was his first so, year off that horrible injury. He had to get so, back. So speaking of Kyrie, so 
So, so this this hiatus that Kyrie is on, man. So he's just taking a personal leave. Nobody knows where this nigga is, and now he's been caught at a party, maskless, and they're investigating him. Do you think that Kyrie's coming back anytime soon? Or y'all think that you know what I'm saying is just is he going? He doesn't want to be back. I mean, honestly, he doesn't want to be back. If you really think about it, he's doing his own thing, just like James Harden was doing his own thing before the season started. You know, he's already guaranteed his money. He's good with uh, who he is internally. That's why he saged the stage on his first game against Boston. Um, when you just think about who he is, you know what I mean? He's not worried too much about what anyone has to say about him. He's more worried about him. So he did his party. They're going to try to find him. They're going to suspend him. He's going to sit back and wait. And then when it's time for him to come back and play, he's going to say, I don't want to play. The last two games, he didn't play because he chose not to play. Now it's coming out about him being at some party or whatever. But, you know, he's he's doing what he wants to do. And I mean, honestly, I don't think he's a bad dude. I just think that a lot of his antics aren't really all about basketball. Like if he just played ball everything's good to go and he can say whatever he wants but he started off with this whole i'm not talking to the media they don't i don't owe them anything and then now he's not playing so i mean he really has no you know he has no he has no voice if he's just choosing not to be around so do you think that it, we'll see all three of them on the floor Harden, durant and Kyrie, anytime soon do you think Kyrie? That's, that's is gonna be at some point, Kyrie will be back. I mean, this is the thing people got to realize. The only time Kyrie goes through these type of things is when something crazy has happened. He did this when Kobe died. Kobe was like one of his best friends, and he took it very hard. So Kyrie tripped out. I mean, rightfully so. And then when the whole um, social injustice thing, he tripped out then. And now the White House getting blown up by white people, he tripped out then. This man really gives a fuck. And people always try to get on him, but that, that shit. People can't deal with that type of anxiety like anybody else. If you really give a fuck about some shit and some shit is bothering you, ain't nothing wrong with going to go take your personal time and get your mind right. Because if you're on the court, he's going to be fucking up. Everybody's going to be like, what's wrong with Kyrie? He point shaping. He this and that. Let him get his mind right. It ain't like the Nets can't make the playoffs without Kyrie there. Let him take as much time as he needs. Just come back ready to the playoffs and ready to get a ring. Period. One thing, though. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, my bad. I, I think the same thing, man. Like, I get it that they basketball players, but at the end of the day, it's considered they're nine to five. And sometimes we take personal time off and we go to parties or we go and do same things as well. But it's a little different because we ain't in the spotlight. But we can do it. Why can't he? Like, like Ronnie said, man, he. He taking time off for whatever reason. It doesn't matter what the reason is. He taking personal time off. And if the Nets know that he's taking personal time off, if the Nets ain't tripping, why are we tripping? The Nets ain't coming out like, oh, we're going to find him. We, like, like, unfortunately, he ain't doing what uh, he didn't do with Derrick Rose in the New York Knicks where Derrick Rose just disappeared and nobody knew where he was. The Nets know where he was. The Nets know that he's taking personal time. Whatever he does on his personal time is his personal time. If he wanted to go to a party, maskless, maybe everybody at the party he knew. Ain't none of us got a mask on right now. 
but we at home. You know why? Because we in the comfort of our our environment. Maybe that party, every, he knew everybody at the party. I don't know. You don't know all those details. But if the man needs to take time off to come back and beat the Lakers, then go ahead, bro. Take some time. Right. Okay, y'all. Come back and beat the Lakers. No, no. I like that energy because this is what I got to say about it because this is what pisses me off. Ronnie, you were very honest about it. You said this is the third time. You said Kobe, the social injustice, and now the second social injustice, which there's been so many in between. I guess he could have did something about it a long time ago, like maybe gone to the bubble and actually played and then spoke up every time he had the opportunity to. Instead, he stayed home. He gave money to the WNBA, which I respect. But I'm upset because if he's a grown man, and I guess I'm older than Kyrie Irving also, if this is his nine to five, if he was to take personal time off, you do have to notify your, your job, your employer, right? The only reason why the Nets weren't saying anything right now is because Kevin Durant hadn't said anything. If Kevin Durant had said something, then there would have been a problem with when he came back. Right now, they jumped on James Harden because I guarantee you within the next 72 hours, the Nets make a statement about how they feel about Kyrie Irving's absence, how he didn't tell anybody what he's doing. He didn't notify his coach. He didn't notify his team. He's not being a, a, like low key. He's not being a real man. Like if he feels some type of way, but he should be speaking on it. He shouldn't be running and, and taking it back and going, you know what? I have to figure out how I feel right now. Because that's a part of the mental health that we were supposed to be trying to correct. We're not supposed to be running and hiding from what's really going on. And then the last thing about it, too. Realistically, Kyrie Irving never runs from the spotlight. He never runs. He speaks up and says everything that comes to his mind. So the fact that he ain't saying shit right now, it lets me know something big. It lets me know internally that he's messed up because when, if he was to channel his inner Mamba mentality, Kobe would say, get your black ass on the court and go torch 50 points a game until somebody stops you. And right now he's showing that he's not even about basketball. He's not even about uh, he's not even about people because he's not even speaking up on the whole social, social injustice. Neither. He's just MIA off the map. Hey, well, my, question, my question is this, though. We, we got to move on from basketball. Let's, let's wrap this up. <laughs> no, okay. So my, my 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 question is this though, with the social injustice and everything, they you saying that he should play, but I mean the Lakers won the championship, right? That didn't stop what happened in the White House. So oh, what I'm does not, no, I'm not saying that. Social no, I'm saying his mouth don't do nothing. No, no, his mouth being his mouth being quiet and not playing. You can't be quiet and not play. You got to do one of the two. And if you're choosing to do neither, then what are you? Yeah. Because he's, he's only getting the attention that he's getting because he can hoop. If he couldn't mm -hmm. hoop, he wouldn't be on this podcast with us. <laughs> That's real. Just beat so the Lakers. We, we got to talk about this White House, man. So after all this craziness, man, today the House voted to impeach Trump the second time. He's the first president to be to, for articles of impeachment to be brought upon twice. He said that he incited the riot and that the, basically this was uh, pre-planned and that they, they knew what they were doing and they have all type of intelligence proving that they knew that they were going to go rush the Capitol and that was the plan all along. They were just trying to, it was all, the rest was all semantics. So how do you guys feel about impeachment a second time when he only has 10 days left in 
his cabinet? Like, what, what is the reason behind the 10 days? I hear a lot of people saying that it's so that he can't ever run for president again because they're saying that he's going to leave presidency but then he's going to run for another candidacy again in the next election. So they're trying to impeach him now so that he can never run for office again. What's your thoughts on this? Oh, my gosh. About time they get this man impeached again. I mean, wait until now to do it. It's kind of it's a slap in the face because everyone's been talking about him and complaining about him and being real transparent about how horrible of a person Donald Trump is. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some things that he did, you know what I'm saying, as far as, you know, putting money into the economy and stuff like that. And but being a, a blatant racist and causing so much division in an already in an already divided country, you know, he really brought the white racist white people out and made them loud. He started this riot thing. He started all this stuff. So Trump doing all this, it could have been avoided if they would have just listened the first time. Y'all should have never elected the motherfucker. So it's like. I mean, I don't believe in the lesser of two evils thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not a Joe Biden fan myself or Kamala Harris fan myself for that matter. But at the same time, Donald Trump was horrible. He should have never been in office for these reasons. Now you see that the racist white people are able to be loud and proud. I mean, they're around the neighborhood. There's flags everywhere, you know, MAGA flags and, and Trump 2020 still flags up right now like, he, like, like he's going to continue to be president. You know, he put this country in a very, very dangerous, straight, dangerous state, you know, which could uh, lead to a civil war. So they should have been listening, man. I think um, I, I, I think the the energy that he brought out is is he didn't show that he was a good leader. Um, and the whole thing is. I mean, the guy got 10 days left or whatever the case may be. So the whole thing is to not let him run again um, because that's him going after it again. He may win again. There's there's a chance and they don't want to take that chance of letting him win again. And I so it's I, I think it's I think it's a strategic move not to have him in there, not to have him run again. You know what I'm saying? Um they don't want his vice president president to be uh, Kanye, and then they they take over, you know. But I I think that his whole presidency has shown us as people, you know. It has shown some of us and where our love walk is and how we are, and it has shown people in a positive light and in the negative light. So. That's that's how I that's how I see it. Like the negative people coming out, and I just think it's an energy thing, man. Like CNN and all these other places are going to keep playing this stuff because we give into it, you know. So they're gonna that. How you think they getting in their ratings right now? Because we watching it. So I I don't know. I don't know about this. Um, for me, I really think that this is just <clears throat> more of the same old song and dance, I guess you could say. I mean, every movie from the last like 20 years is continuing to depict that, you know, we're coming to the end. Um, 
you know, the Mayans said 2012. People have been joking about how it could have been 2021 on accident because, you know, we just read it wrong. Um, when you think about the way the whole capital situation went down, like when it all first got reported, there wasn't there wasn't all this extra cell phone footage. You know, it was just the quote unquote masses at the door and everybody pushed their way through. And then they started slowly starting to release stuff like the one guy who said, you know, it's death or nothing. And he flipped one of the uh, one of the police officers over the rail and different guy through the fire extinguisher that was later on used to beat on somebody. I mean, a lot of this stuff is just rage. You know what I mean? And I don't even think it's just um, hate for blacks as people would always you know, try to say that it's all racial. I think it's really because of how bad things are going on in general across the board that people are in, are in fear. Like just because Biden won and he's about to get sworn in, nine out of 10 people I talk about or talk to about the presidency, they're more worried about how long he has before he's going to be removed as president and then Kamala Harris becomes president. And it's funny, majority of the people I'm talking to about it are Democrats. So I'm like, how are you upset about who's going to assume, you know, the role of the leader of the world or of the United States if you were the one that voted them in? You voted in this team. So it's like a lot of people are just all over the place. You have people jumping back and forth from red to blue, like as if they, you know, they who and like they don't know what to do with themselves in the streets. So this is just hate driven, like, you know, what I mean, hate and fear driven. It's not racial anymore. This is straight fear. It's crazy because Trump boy Mitch McConnell even turned his back on him. The House uh, Majority Leader, this has been one of Trump's like, most avid advocates. He's probably saved Trump ass multiple times. And he even voted this morning in the House to, to impeach him. So he got people within his own cabinet. He got some of his biggest advocates going and going against him and voting to impeach him. So, of course, when it hits the Senate, the Republicans have the, the, the Senate on lock. So they got to get two thirds. They're not going to get two thirds. So he won't be impeached. I don't think that it's going to happen. It's going to get shot down just like the last impeachment got shut down. But I think that they're definitely going to try. So have y'all heard about uh, what down in L.A., man? They said over the weekend, over 200 people were arrested by a secret task force called the Super Spreader Task Force. Have you guys heard of this? They're going around finding these underground parties and these underground get-togethers, and they're arresting people, calling them super spreaders. They're a super spreader task force, kind of like a gang unit in L.A. For COVID. Right? For COVID. Oh, God, Jesus. This is crazy. Oh, man. You know what? I, I won't lie to you. I I got a text message today that actually was uh, talking about basketball, right? And about how a lot of the high school kids are so upset that they don't know whether or not their season is going to happen, that they have different locations that they want to meet up and protest together. And then uh, at the end of it, it said, be aware that this could be a super spreader uh, 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 setup. And I didn't look any deeper into it because I'm like, who would you know, like? I'm like, what is a super spreader setup to begin with? And then the fact that it was just a random text message, I didn't take it serious. But now you say it, and I'm like, this is like what somebody's play on like Sons of Anarchy or you know what I mean, like Robin like Hood or something part? like that. 
Yeah, spreading like a bait car party where they just yeah. spreading. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's not even it's it's just to get people, just to get people. I don't know. Like it don't make no sense because you got people still going to Vegas every weekend, coming back yeah. testing, uh, negative for COVID, no issues. You know what I'm saying? They still going Pachanga, Morongo, all kinds of casinos. You know what I mean? Indian or regular ones. And I don't know. I don't know, man. That's wild. Ooh, man, that's crazy. 200 a super spreader task force. So to, to be clear, this is a task force that's finding people and saying that they're spreading. Like what? What is what is it really talking? So about? it's like it's kind of like a gang unit task force, but for for underground parties. So their whole job is to find the so-called super spreaders that keep having these underground parties and underground organizations that keep spreading all the the, the COVID around by having these mass gatherings uh, underground. Mm. That's a wow. lot of energy. That's a lot of energy. Go ahead, yeah, my bad. Nah, man, I think uh, I think it's I think it's another reason. I mean, why would you do it in L.A.? You know, of all places, you know, I, I think it's just one of those kind of hey, we still got to we still got to put these people up in jail. You know what I'm saying? We still got we got we still got to put a lock on these on these color folks, you know, the whole COVID thing, I believe COVID is real. I believe I have heard and, uh, you know, people dying from COVID and everything of that nature. I believe it's real. But some of the stuff that they be saying about it, you know, you got to triple check it and everything. My whole thing and what I think about COVID is if all four of us go out, right, all four of us are wearing a mask. Most people we see is wearing a mask. Everybody got a mask on and it's still spreading like rapid. So you telling me it's it's the underground parties that spread it. But if everybody got a mask on, obviously that tells me the mask ain't really helping. Well, remember, okay, they well. also said that it was being spread through the food that it was, you know, people were getting it or people who had COVID was spreading it through like packaging in the meat, uh, meat factories and stuff like that. Like we were literally ingesting it and didn't know it. So, so COVID surviving four hundred uh, degree. Uh, I mean, for frozen ass meat. Like how? Well, you know, I mean, like in general, like from the pack. This is what I heard. This is what I heard that from the packing in like factories that we were getting it from anything, or it was getting like mixed in with food, and that we were literally ingesting it, like from. Mm -hmm. From beef to chicken, freezer. So, COVID is surviving the future. I don't know. Hey, COVID is the smartest disease in the world. This is why COVID is the smartest disease. It's hooked up with HIV. Don't forget that it has HIV in it. (laughs) I heard that from the vaccine. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna keep continue to say all type of shit about COVID. I mean, to me, everything just doesn't make sense because they say we can't eat at restaurants, but we can still go to grocery stores. We can still go to Walmart and Target, but we can't go, you know, start to have an outing. We can still go to places like the mall. And, you know, out here in our mall, Ontario Mills, that mall is packed on the weekends. There's people right next to each other all day. So that's still okay, but we can't go to 
Hey, hey, Ronnie, you, you, you can't forget. You can't forget that all four of us got to wear a mask. But if you under three years old, you don't got to wear a mask. So COVID knows that if you're a kid, you don't got to wear a mask. Right. Exactly. So all know. of a sudden, COVID, COVID is not powerful enough to get well, kids. Well, the U.S. passed over 3,000 COVID deaths a day this past week, and now they're talking about uh, the vaccine. So Dr. Fauci was on CNN, and he was asked by people, okay, if I got the vaccine, then why do I need to still wear a mask? And his response to that was that there is no proof that the vaccine will stop you from getting COVID again. So why get it? the point of the vaccine that makes no sense that makes no sense and this is the dude that dr fauci he's been the head guy their go-to guy for all of this shit over COVID, man so man it's crazy man like we don't know when we come out of this the 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 information we get is so skewed that we don't know what the world is really looking like I just I just don't think that the whole three thousand a day thing is even accurate because I don't know if I, I don't know if I talked about it on one of our pre- uh, previous episodes or not, but I've had people tell me that people who died in their family for regular reasons like old age, cancer, uh, uh, diabetes, that their death certificates are saying COVID. And if you continue to use those people who are dying for other reasons on your COVID statistics, it would only make people scared that COVID is real, pushing the vaccinations that, oh, yeah, we got to make sure everybody has it just to make sure what. I don't think it's COVID that they're trying to make us afraid of. I think it's just that mind control part so that the next thing that comes, we won't even be afraid of. We'll just follow suit and be like, OK, what do you want us to do? Yes, sir. Um, like you said before, Caitlin. It's the hunger game. Yep. Man, didn't the the, um, FDC or whatever come out and say there was a thing on the website that said um, that the numbers were um, messed up? It was like on the COVID website that was talking about, oh, they're off. COVID ain't coming nowhere, man, so I'm pretty sure we're going to have plenty of more COVID talk to talk about, man, unfortunately. So let's get to football, man. So oh, man. recently, man, the Eagles fired Doug Peterson, man. After a championship run, what is it, less than four years ago, they got him up out of there, man. I know it was a hard season for them, but I still feel like he still deserved his job, man. Like, how do y'all feel about that? Like, you can, it's just more of like job security. This is America, man. You could win a motherfucker the Super Bowl and three years later be out on your ass, man. Like there is no loyalty in this world no more, especially in business. So how do y'all feel about Doug Peterson fired? Do you think he deserved to be fired? Nah, he didn't deserve to be fired. I mean, they already had got rid of Nick Foles, so you should have gave him a little bit more time to uh to figure out his team. I mean his system obviously is a winning system because, like you said, if he won a Super Bowl within the last four years, that's still more than my favorite team, the Raiders. And we just gave John Gruden a hundred million. He ain't did nothing for us. So, I mean, it's it's just a difficult situation because you think about it. Philly always had Andy Reid, 
And when he when you had Andy Reid over there, you also had Donovan McNabb. They never won, but they were okay with the like low key. It seemed like Philly was okay with the black quarterback, like almost making it, and then the the solid coach that just had a flawless system. So they just probably want to shake it all up, let go, let you know, let go of Peterson, and then maybe pick up one of these college coaches and see what they can do for him with the draft. Man, come on, man! It's a, it's a. You gotta be on. You gotta be on top of the game. If you, the last Super Bowl was four years ago, of course they're going. You're gonna be under the hot seat, man. It's it's the same thing with any other. I mean, well, at least the job that I used to work at, it was, what have you done for me lately? Type thing. It was a performance based job. So with that performance based job. You know, they going to be like, hey, I was the top performer at my job and I still got can. So, you know, like they if it's a performance based job, they're going to they're going to let you go and everything like that. I do think that maybe he needed a little more time, especially if you should. You're, you I mean, they didn't. The Eagles struggle was they didn't even know who their real quarterbacks going to be. Like, you know, the backup quarterback was better than they, they starting quarterback. I thought they should have caught uh should have kept their backup quarterback, but you know, they didn't draft him like that. So Eagles always had an identity crisis. So now they gotta figure out what their identity is and they just taking it from the ground up. I need to enlighten you. Y'all just had it. Let me, let me enlighten Shoot, you. still better than my Seahawks. Damn it. Doing something. It's not a performance-based job. When you just win a Super Bowl four years ago, that's not bad. Super Bowls just don't come by like that. Like every Facts. team just doesn't win Super Bowls. The only team that contend like, uh, consistently wins Super Bowls at least over the last twenty years is the Patriots. No other team is just winning Super Bowls like that. So four years ago, winning Super Bowl, that's not what's going on here. It's obviously something else that, that's going on. That reason he got fired. Do I feel sorry for him? Absolutely not. I do not feel sorry for him because, you know, no one wants to feel sorry for the Lovey Smiths or the, um, you know, any other the, the black coaches that get fired, you know, unjustly. You know, these guys are having their teams going, making deep playoff runs, and they can't get second chances. So, you know, it is what it is. Go get another job. Like, <laughs> you know, but uh, I definitely don't think it had nothing to do with the performance. I mean, winning the Super Bowl four years ago. I wish my team would have won Super Bowl four years ago. You know, we ain't, you know what I mean? So. Facts. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. So y'all see this weekend, man, we got Tom Brady facing off against Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? Now that Tom Brady in the NFC, man, do you think that terrific Tom really got a chance to take him back to the Super Bowl? Do you really think that this shit is possible? Or do you think that Drew Brees is trying to breeze through him? Because, you know, they've been on the road, man, and that boy is hot as hell. And the Buccaneers barely beat the Washington football team. And, you know, Washington was terrible. The NFC, NFC East was terrible. Everybody in that division was terrible. So for them to barely squeak by in that win and pull away late, it's, it's really made me scared for the Bucks. Like I don't know if the Bucks got enough to to take Tom Brady to the Super Bowl, man. How y'all feel about this? They absolutely don't have enough. 
the Saints are just a juggernaut in the both of the regular season matchups. You know, I know playoffs is different, but both of the matchups were a domination. I think they beat them like 33 to 9 in and, and, and one meeting, and then the other one they beat them like, uh, like 34 23 or something like that. But the Saints easily beat them. I mean, Tom Brady with the right team around him, I never will bet against him with the right team around him. But I don't think they have enough to compete with the Saints. I think the Saints are going to steamroll them and uh, possibly spend Brady into retirement. Man, I feel completely different. I feel like this is his moment. I feel like this is Tom Brady's, like, farewell moment. Like, even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl this year, if he beats Drew Brees, given the fact that they're, you know, two of the top-tier quarterbacks of all time, this would definitely give him, like, that legacy. Like, it's a, it'll be a different accolade that he can – if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, he could still retire and nobody would give him too much of grief about, you know, why didn't you leave on top? But I see the game going like kind of a close game because, you know, both of the defenses are, you know, they're going to they're going to allow the quarterbacks to do what they do, as bad as that sounds. And I think Drew Brees runs through the team the whole first three quarters and Tom Brady comes back with that last like maybe a three minute the last three minutes of the game drives back and wins like on some like some solid goat shit like i just i don't know why and i hated tom brady when he was with the patriots because the way they beat the raiders with that fumble now that he's not a, a patriot anymore i'm rooting for him and i don't want to go with uh the saints because when i google myself alvin kamora is the only other alvin other than the chipmunk when you search him so it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a subliminal alvin thing so the saints got to go home Saints gotta go home. <laughs> um, I I care less about it. Neither of them, but oh, I'm wow. just gonna go with I'm gonna go with Breeze because I'm a Seahawks fan and I don't like Tom Brady. So that's the I'm not I'm anti Tom Brady like I'm anti Lakers. So let's go Breeze. What is there to not like about Tom Brady? Like I don't understand. Hey man, hey man, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it, Tom Brady. Well, just like LeBron, you know, because we didn't run the damn ball. But um, you know, Tom Brady. My thing, my thing I don't like about Tom Brady was the the flake gate. You know, that was a yeah. clear example of white privilege. Just like the shit at the Capitol was the example of white privilege. Tom Brady destroyed his phone, fired the nigga that was deflating the ball streaming, basically sat out, didn't do nothing that nobody said, hired a lawyer, and came back and won the Super Bowl that year. And we still call him the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was, that was white privilege because look at um, Haskins. Michael Vick. Oh. The, the, the Haskins right now just got released. And he didn't basically do nothing, you know what I'm saying? He didn't do close to cheating. Maybe he wasn't the best teammate. Maybe he didn't have the best work ethic. But he didn't cheat. Tom Brady got caught cheating and went and got a four-game suspension, won his appeal, and, and went and, and won a Super Bowl. Like, that's, that was okay. a perfect example of white man. So, okay, so well, here's a question. Or, or, or one Michael Vick in that position. Maybe you saw how Michael Vick got 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 killed off of the whole dog fight. Yeah, dogs, but you know he really really got a, a bad case, you know, against him, and 
you know, you think if that was Tom Brady that was doing Mike what Mike Vick did, that same result would have happened. So yeah, I agree with you. No. But you remember one two one more thing other than the white privilege. He champion. They always they always ride with a champion. <laughs> you, <laughs> they, either, point, you get man. away, you you almost get away with murder when you were a champion. I mean, no disrespect to Kobe, but you know what I mean? Hey, other than OJ, remember Kobe had his case. He went, he had his case, he came back, and he missed the whole first half of the game. He flew in the helicopter or flew in the plane with his whole outfit on, walked straight into the arena and still busted. So I mean it's that championship type stuff. Like they kind of let you get away with it when you've already hit the the mountaintop, and then the, you know everything is a slap on the hey, wrist. But the, the difference Kobe is Kobe Kobe cheated. Kobe cheated, as in on his wife. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, no, no, no. As but it was. Is, I'm going to cheat to win a uh, football game. That's yeah, but it was, but it was still, the, it was still the whole, you know, it's still cheating. <laughs> We got to touch on that this whole clash of the White House, man. The, the whole Proud Boys, the the whole the whole thing. We got to touch on that, man. So, how do y'all really feel about all that shit that happened, man? The, they said that the FBI arrested a little over 170 people already. We're calling them domestic terrorists, but they they're not naming them that, but that's what I'm calling them because that's what they are. But I think there were thousands of people out of there and you only got 170 arrests. Mm -hmm. What are the charges that have been brought up on these 170 people? And I'm pretty sure they ain't doing no real time. So this shit is crazy, like how thousands of people could storm the Capitol but the FBI can only catch, quote unquote, 170 of them. This is some bullshit. Like, these niggas really did that shit and they really finna get away with it. Like, they was kicking in Nancy Pelosi's desk and they're finna get away with it. Like, this shit is crazy, man. Like, what do y'all think? That you think that's some bullshit or not? Man, this shit right here, man. This shit right here. It's, it's, I really want to pay attention to how white America reacts to this because they've heard us in our plights and our complaints about white privilege and us giving very valid examples and them still not somehow understanding what we are talking about. You know, you try to explain white privilege to an average white person, they're going to look at you like you're making excuses. Like, what are you talking about? They, like, they really don't, don't understand it. So when you look at this, and if you're going to sit up here and look in the mirror and look at yourself and be honest with yourself, if you're white, if you're honest with yourself and say, if those were black people or even Mexican people running up on the White House like that, trying to do something like that, do you ask yourself, are you going to see the National Guard? Are you going to see force, uh, a gun, uh, force with guns? Are you going to see people being arrested? That's a completely different thing. Just when they were doing Black Lives Matter with no weapons. Look how they were treating those people out there, tackling them, spraying them, shooting them, doing all type of junk. Just know that that was a great, perfect example of white privilege. And if you're white and don't want to see that, you got to question yourself at this point. 
Man, that's big facts. Go ahead, y'all, my bad. I, I totally agree, man. It just it just shows the difference of what you can get away with uh, in skin color. Um, like how you said, Kalem, with the whole domestic terrorist thing. I mean, they ain't never going to call a white person a terrorist. Think about it, you know. Um, some Indian or a Muslim person go into a, a, on an airplane, boom, you ready to call that terrorism. You know, you you ready to call everything a terrorism, but you didn't call the um, white dude that went into the church and killed those people on uh, terrorism. You didn't call the dude that shot up at um, Vegas terrorism. You 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 don't call white people terrorists. It's just like it don't go together. It's like white people can't be terrorists, but they do a whole lot of terrorist stuff. But if another race do it, then ooh. No, that's a terrorist attack. Ooh, that's that was gang violence, you know. So, I think what happened really shows the difference in what they can get away with and what we can get away with. One hundred and seventy, you know what I'm saying? If we go out and just us four, if we go out tomorrow, once every let's say everything calm down. And we all go try to do the same thing. All four of us is getting arrested. Matter of fact, we may not even get arrested. We may not even see the next day. So it just it just shows is it just shows the difference of where we at in America. I felt like I felt when I first saw it. Like I said, as far as the hatred part. Um, it was obvious that they were just mad as far as what was about to happen or what they felt was going on with Trump not being in office and all this other shit. But when you think about the white privilege part, like even the picture that's in that the picture that's being used right now, all you can really see is that we we don't matter. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm talking about we as black people or we as uh, um, you know the minorities, including. Um, Hispanics and even uh, uh, Asians. I mean, we all come together and we do all these different things. I mean, all pandemic, right? Everybody was talking about come back, do black owned, do all these different things to help build the community back up. Those are people who already are, are well off for the most part. Because if you think about how many people were screaming about death, I don't know about anybody. I don't know about y'all four or the rest of you, uh, the rest of you three, but like I'm blessed every day I wake up. There's no way in hell I'm going to go and stand in front of the masses and say, I'm really to die at this Capitol building because I'm not getting my way. That is the worst shit I've ever heard. Yes, that's a perfect example of white privilege. But at the same time, it's like it's just a, it's just more proof of where we are as a as a whole. You know what I mean? Like I continue to you know preach my whole focus on the future thing because of the kids or whatever. But like how many of you guys really believe that if it would have been blacks? And Mexicans, right? And say, for example, it was us, and we had our kids on our shoulders. Well, our kids might have died. You know what I mean? Like they would have sprayed the whole entire spot. It wouldn't have been picking off people with stun guns or bean bags. It would have been death on anybody standing there talking that reckless shit that they were talking, and they were talking aggressive. 
they was like, who in the fuck do you think you are? Like when they were taking their pictures inside of the uh, inside of the Capitol building, it was the utmost disrespect. Like you're taking podiums and you're and you're leaving with property. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those are things that if any of those things would have been done, just like us walking out of a grocery store, you know, what I mean, we wouldn't have made it home. So it just it, it hurt. You know what I mean? Like it really hurt to just see that we're about to have a worse 2021 than we had 2020. Hey, and on I'll, the last note, there was more. Uh, I think on your last slide, Caleb, it showed that there was more arrested for the super spreader <laughs> than what it was in L.A. than what it was from At the capital domestic building. terrorism. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Agencies. That spy on you all day and night. Yeah. Crazy. But Go ahead, y'all. That was a good one. For real, though, that's a good point, man. Yeah. That was, they, can yeah. Find, they can find 200 people at private parties faster than they can find who was at the Capitol. Hey, Caleb. Caleb, do you think that 170 were people that they investigated, like, off of their social medias and were conspiring into doing the whole storm in the Capitol? Or do you think it was 170 random people that were arrested or got charges brought to them? Oh, it's probably people that don't fit their background. They ain't no ex-military. They ain't no ex-cop. They're not a registered uh, person. They're not, you know what I'm saying? It was like, okay, you don't serve any of our causes, but, but we caught you there, so let's arrest you. You know what right. I'm saying? That's my thought press on it, is if you serve one of their purposes, they want you. They need you. They still got an agenda to, to reach. So they're definitely not going to arrest you. So the people that they got was probably people that didn't serve any of their specific agendas. You don't serve me no purpose. You're expendable. So let's get you. That's my thoughts on it, man. That shit crazy, man. Like It's been a crazy week, man. So let's give Trump get impeached. We're going to be back next week, man, next Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Getting back to it, man, politicking, man. Let's get some shout-outs before we get up out of here. Shout-out to the brand, man, to the politicking who came so far and been going up, man, 2021, man. Shout-out to H&S. Shout-out to the crew. Shout-out to the team. You know, shout-out to the fans and the viewers and the people that continue to rock with politicking. Stay tuned for more politicking uh, content all year. Uh, shout out to y'all for black men doing what we do. I appreciate y'all allowing me to continue to rock with y'all. Uh, shout out to Brandon Encouragement as always. Shout out to y'all for always being my mindset since they put me in that lion mindset. Uh, shout out to you, Caleb, for continuing, man, bro. I, I, I like I like that setup, bro. That that's why I want to shout out. I want I, I love that we are on first take now. You know what I'm saying? Really doing, <laughs> doing doing what it does. And Ronnie, hey man, I've really been checking out your your stuff on Instagram. So big shout out to you, bro. Like I, I was sleeping on you, bro. I apologize. I was sleeping on you. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. Thank no you, problem. Bro. No problem. Uh shout out to the politician podcast and broadcast. Everything. If you haven't been tuning in, you better start tuning into it. Uh, shout out to you three gentlemen, man. Keep doing your thing, uh, leading your communities in the way that you guys are leading in them. Um, we need more men to step up 
and and let the world know. So don't be uh, apologetic with with what you guys do. Keep doing it. Shout out to Brand of Encouragement. Focus on the future. Um, running wild. Uh, shout out to everybody else out there that's tuning in and sharing it out. Don't just tune in and just watch it. Like let somebody else know. You know we need to get this out there more. More people need to know about it. So that's it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I just want to say something as I close out, man, because Ronnie, he knows, man, like there's been a crazy like energy that's been around us lately. And we've seen like a lot of people coming our way that's definitely just trying to take and trying to use, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate y'all three brothers because when you get real love from genuine people out there, when the fake love comes, it's so obvious and it's so it's so menacing. You can just feel it when it walks in the room, you know what I'm saying? We really just been on this thing where it's like, you know what? Twenty twenty one, we ain't doing no more fake love, man. So all y'all keep coming to us with all this fake love, man, and ill intentions and saying what you can get up out of us. You can't get nothing up out of us, man. We on our shit, man. We got our plan. We sticking to it, man. We finna get to it, man. I got a team. We got our heads on, man. We putting our heads down and we putting in the work and we asking questions later. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't got no time to wait on nobody. We getting into it. And as I close out, I always got to tell y'all niggas because I'm serious about this. Y'all. As you can see, I don't know what y'all niggas going to do with y'all life, but I'm going to get to it, man. Politic in the podcast. We out this bitch.